What's the plan for the Marvel Cinematic Universe after Quantumania? Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're basking in that post-Marvel movie afterglow, where it seems like we have all the answers we've been searching for, and we've got confirmation or refutation of all of our favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe theories. With the release this past weekend of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, fans got to see Phase 5 of the MCU ushered in in a huge way, with the tiny Avenger having to face an Avengers-level threat with only his Ant family to back him up. But of course, Kang the Conqueror's big-screen introduction has altered the fabric of the MCU in a major way moving forward, and we want to break down where the MCU can go from here, as well as some of the biggest questions we had after Quantumania that we hope are answered in Phase 5. Obviously, this means we're traveling into the spoiler realm. If you haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania yet, it's time for you to go practice your drumming skills until you've caught up. Oh, hey, guys. Still here? Great! While Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne managed to defeat a version of Kang in the Quantum Realm for the time being, their exploits have attracted the attention of the Council of Kangs, led by Immortus. And it's time for the Kang Collective to enact their plan, since the Avengers are now beginning to touch the multiverse. Of course, we want to know what the Kang's big plan actually is, but first, we want to get to the biggest, most burning question that we know is on everyone's mind at the end of Quantumania. Is MODOK an Avenger now? No, oh, you'll see. We'd say no. Ouch. Post-Endgame, there doesn't seem to be an active Avengers roster going. They're gonna have to reform by the time of Avengers the Kang Dynasty. So if the Avengers aren't actively operating, then Darren Cross's new persona can't just claim to be an Avenger. Sorry, Darren. Don't be crude. But good job not being a dick. The film itself hints that Scott has spent his time post-blip coasting on his one-time Avengers status, so even Scott claiming to be an Avenger is suspect. But he was included in Avengers meetings, which is our barometer right now for who is and isn't an Avenger. We gotta put a pin in this conversation. Okay, that was a real fun detour, but back to the real questions. Will I be there when the Avengers need me? Absolutely. What are the Council of Kang's plans? Like the exiled Kang of the Quantum Realm, they seem to be able to see all of their timeline. While they know the Avengers touching the multiverse is a catalyst for them to enact their plans, which will require them to convene with every variant, they don't seem to be in too much of a rush. The exiled Kang seemed obsessed with creating a perfect timeline, whereas the time streams outside the Council of Kangs shows a more chaotic multiverse. This idea of a sacred timeline is also what was achieved by He Who Remains, who described himself as a one-time conqueror. So is the conqueror of the quantum realm also He Who Remains? It could go either way. It's just too coincidental that the first two Kangs we've gotten to know were each obsessed with the idea of pruning timelines and burning all the other Kangs out of time. It wouldn't be too surprising if we learned in Phase 5 that he who remains is one and the same as the exiled Kang. We just have to learn how he healed those facial scars. Oh yeah, I still got my scar from a year ago. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Which leads us to the next question. Was the exiled Kang actually killed by Ant-Man and the Wasp? Even Scott asks himself this question at the end of the film. And while the irony might be that Kang wasn't truly killed just because there are more variants waiting to show up, it could also mean that the Quantum Realm Conqueror wasn't actually killed when his multiversal engine core went kaboom. Marvel has gotten really good at teasing things yet to come. Scott wouldn't ask if Kang was truly dead so specifically unless there was a real possibility that he wasn't. Which brings us to the next question. Will there be one Kang serving as the main villain for the MCU? Or will our heroes be defeating a variant per project? 
If the exiled Kang does return, he seems like a good bet to battle both the Avengers and the Kang Council. Or maybe Immortus will take up the mantle as the biggest bad. Or maybe we haven't even met the biggest bad yet. Just wait till you meet my variants. We know from the statue in the TVA at the end of Loki season one and Quantumania's post credit sequence that Loki and Mobius will be dealing with at least one Kang variant in Loki's second season. What? This might mean that the villains of more MCU projects moving forward are gonna be a Kang variant that gets defeated by the end of the film or show, only for a new Kang, an even worse Kang, to pop up. Me. So where will we see Kang show up next? There are two projects coming this year that are the most likely. The first is Loki season two, premiering on Disney Plus in the summer of 2023. This is the obvious one, since Quantumania's post-credit sequence directly showed us that Victor Timely will tie into season two, along with the giant statue that we saw at the end of season one. Since Loki is where Kang was introduced to the MCU in the first place, it makes sense to have the time-traveling villain appear in a show that's about time travel. This is basically the one sure Kang appearance other than the next Avengers film, which has Kang's name in the dang title. But beyond that, where will Kang show up? There could be a reference to him in May's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, although that seems more focused on wrapping up the emotional story of the Guardians of the Galaxy that writer-director James Gunn has been working on since the first Guardians movie. Another good bet could be in The Marvels. Are we going to be getting a hot Kang summer? I'm very excited. i got to start working out. Since Captain Marvel is a hero who handles cosmic problems, Kang's appearance could fit. Plus, fans have been speculating that Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan's bangle, might be tied into quantum realm energy, looking very similar to the rings surrounding Kang's multiversal engine core and seemingly having powers related to time travel as well. We'll know more once we get closer to the release date. Rounding out Phase 5's films, it seems unlikely that Kang will appear in Captain America New World Order, Thunderbolts, or Blade. These films are based on Earth's problems, and the addition of a cosmic time-traveling bad guy like Kang could overshadow that. However, we're still holding out hope that Darren Cross survived and MODOK can escape the Quantum Realm 2 just to plague Captain America in his new movie. You gotta have Cap fight MODOK. It's too perfect not to do. Please do it. Papa Feige, please. Oh, you'll see. And on the TV side of Phase 5, in addition to Loki Season 2, it's possible that a Kang variant could appear in Secret Invasion. While it's an Earth-based series, the Skrulls are from the cosmic side of things, and Kang has had run-ins with the Skrulls in the comics. Maybe we could see a Skrull Kang variant from some other reality. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's more likely that a Kang variant shows up in Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Since we know that the mystic arts are one way to connect to the multiverse, this series following Agatha Harkness post-WandaVision would be a good spot to see Kang again. It's unlikely that Kang would show up in Ironheart, Echo, or Daredevil Born Again for those same Earth-based reasons we gave for the MCU film side of things. The fate of the multiverse can't be at stake in every MCU project. That would be exhausting. Buddy. I'm tired. And with all that talk of Loki earlier, here's another set of questions we'd like to see answered in Phase 5 that most likely will be explored in Loki's second season. The first is the location of the Time Variance Authority. We know the TVA exists outside of time. This sounds an awful lot like the Quantum Realm, especially as we see it in Quantumania. Janet Van Dyne says the teeny tiny realm holds many worlds, so could we see the TVA there as well? That's not real. It is, and unfortunately, so is all the paperwork. 
Also, if the TVA, which was founded by He Who Remains, a Kang variant, is in the quantum realm, could this be more evidence that the exiled Kang isn't dead, but instead returned to his old quantum realm stomping grounds to create the TVA later in his life and assume the mantle of He Who Remains? Remember, when things get confusing, the answer is always... Time travel! Is Victor Timely in Season 2 of Loki a multiversal variant of Kang, or a Kang we've seen before at a different stage in his life cycle? Honestly, this is going to be a running question we have whenever a new Kang appears. I'm tired. And finally, we know that MCU properties don't always take place in chronological order. Just because Loki Season 1 came out before Quantumania, it doesn't mean it happened first on the timeline. Did Quantumania take place first, meaning the Council of Kangs existed before the multiversal war and being pruned into one sacred timeline by He Who Remains in Loki Season 1? Or did Loki Season 1 happen first chronologically, meaning the Council of Kangs popped back into existence when Sylvie killed He Who Remains in Loki's finale? Or does it not matter because we're looking at it from too limited a time viewpoint? Do the events of Loki always take place after the time heist in Avengers Endgame, but have also always taken place because the TVA operate outside of space and time? Time travel! Okay, we have one final question that we hope becomes answered as Phase 5 continues. Which Kang will be the titular Kang in Avengers The Kang Dynasty? Or will there be multiple Kangs and the film will need to be more accurately titled Avengers The Kang's Dynasty? You know we're going to be keeping all of these on our minds as Phase 5 of the MCU continues. Next up is going to be the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on May 5th. 2023, unless Secret Invasion drops first in the spring of 2023. And if you want to read more theories and breakdowns about the future of Phase 5 in the MCU, make sure to check out our coverage on Nerdist.com. But in the meantime, what do you folks think? What was your biggest question after Quantumania? How many times will Kang show up in Phase 5? I've lived a million lifetimes. Let us know in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, Stay tuned to Nerdist.com.